Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Now, the removal of event capacity and density limits by uh, the state government last week, certainly great news for Festivali. Um, this year's event was canned, as we know, because of these restrictions. So it's great to hear Festivali 2023 will be going ahead early next Feb in Launceston City Park. So joining me now to tell us all about it, Festivali Chair David Dunn. David, good morning. Thank you for your time. Oh, are you there, David? I am. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for your time. Um, first of all, best news. Uh, look, it's incredible news. Um, when the government made that announcement last week, we were ecstatic with it. Um, you know, we were already planning for a 5,000-person event, going, OK, look, we need to bring Festivali back, but you know, now we can go back to what it used to be numbers-wise. The committee have jumped on board, and we full steam ahead now to really make February 3, 4, 5 next year something for everyone to remember. So tell us about Festivali 2023. What will we be looking forward to never forgetting and always remembering? So we'll be, like you, you said earlier, we'll be back in City Park, which is you now the most perfect venue for it. Yep. Um, we've got an incredible entertainment lineup. We were very lucky to secure some, some great names and they're already all locked away. So we'll be making some announcements in regards to them, um, not until the 1st of September, but that's when tickets go on sale for um, the event. So then you know, people can look at the lineup and go, yep, that's the night or the day we want to oh, go along. Oh, come on, David, give us a teaser. You've got to no, th- throw someone in there. Come on, let us know. No, no. We've got Chris and Matt from VG. We've done an incredible job on the lineup, and I reckon before I could even get the words out, they'd be flying at me to say, no, you're not saying anything. So, you know, closer to the time, you know, we'll have some teasers going out there. But, yes, yeah, certainly all announcements on the, the 1st of September when the, the tickets go on sale. Um, we've got an incredible guest chef lined up. Um, so, Can you um, mention the guest now. chef? Um, notice how I said they'll be coming down. I haven't even said if it's a, 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 a he or a she. So we're keeping that very much under wraps. But they'll be coming down to do um, some of the, the chefs in action in the park. And obviously we'll be um, working with a lot of great local chefs um, you know, to do some of those demonstrations. We'll have some revised master classes so people can go along. And one of the classes that we've introduced this year is people can go along and learn about doing a wine tasting. Now, we've had master classes for a number of years, but we've had people say to us they don't go to them because they really don't know what to expect and you know they're not comfortable doing a wine tasting in a vineyard. So we're actually going to have wine tasting 101. So people can come and learn all about it. You know, what a what, good what idea. What expect in wine tasting. Yeah, so just brings that back to, to another skill set. Um, and we're also looking at working with some local producers to bring maybe some events to the city just prior to Festivali. So, you know, Festivali will spread its footprint over uh, you know, a slightly longer period of time. Um, so, yeah, some exciting things that we're working on there just to, to bring something new to the event. But to be honest with you, all in all, we're looking at bringing Festivali back in 2023. Um, as the event that people know and love, the high-quality event that it is, incredible entertainment and supporting Tasmanian um, producers and beverage producers, um, you know, to really get back into the festival spirit. And, uh, David, will next year's event look much like it did before the pandemic hit or will there still be some differences? Yeah, look, so we still need to go through um, having a COVID plan signed off. 
because we're classified as a music event with over uh, 2,000 people. But looking at the the revised guidelines the government have put out, it's certainly a much easier um, chore to complete this COVID plan. So we'll have a lot of signings there, reminding people to social distance when they can. We'll be working with our stall holders, so you know perhaps you will be able to you know go to a stall order and then you know, have a, a waiting area a little bit away, so your number will be called out. Then you go back. So. Um, you know, just trying to keep people socially distanced where we can. There'll be obviously lots of hand sanitizer stations around the park um, so people can utilise those. And just signage and announcements to remind people to wash your hands. You know, people are very free to wear a mask if they wish to. It's certainly you know, not a requirement. But if people want to in that environment, then, you know, please do so. So it'll just be making sure that people feel comfortable to be in an open park, um, you know, out in the open air, and you know, be able to really enjoy themselves but still feel safe at the same time. And David, what's the capacity limit for the event now for next for next uh, Feb? Yeah, so look, under the guidelines, there is no capacity as such from from the events framework, but for, from our infrastructure and our temporary occupancy permit, we can have up to 10,000 people in the park at any given point in time. Now, um, back in 2019, we did have to shut the park on the Saturday evening because we'd reached that capacity. So, you know, we'll be monitoring that. Um, the benefit of us putting that restriction on because of infrastructure means that we can monitor and, you know, if, you know, if, you know, three, 300 people leave at seven o'clock on the Saturday night, you know, and, you know, we've got people at the gate wanting to come in, we can certainly, you know, facilitate that. But, um, you know, Friday and Sunday, very rarely would we get to shutting the gate. Having said that, with the lineup that we've got for Friday night, that is a high pop, high probability. So, you know, our, our our advice to people wanting to come along will be to you know buy tickets. Anyone that buys a, a ticket prior to the event is guaranteed entry because we work our numbers on that. But yeah, I mean, ten thousand people in the park on a Saturday night. Saturday night will certainly be an incredible atmosphere. I think it'll be fantastic. Now, tell us about the potential stall holders. I mean, are they you're going to pretty well make sure that they feature more local produce produce uh, this time so uh, we have a real focus that the main ingredients in um the the dishes that are on offer are tasmanian produce now there's always oh, an good. exception to that rule yeah. for example you know if you've got someone doing a, a magnificent paella that's got great tasmanian seafood in it clearly the, the main ingredient in the paella is rice but because what they're showcasing is Tasmanian, that is our focus. So either the, the main ingredient or the the, you know, the showcase item or items of the, the menu. We're also um, encouraging storeholders and applications for the storeholders open in the next couple of weeks. But we're also encouraging them to you know, have taste plates so people can you know, taste a range of different foods and also to have um, platters. So if you're there you know, and you've got a reserved table you know, with nine of your friends, that you can go and get a platter and everyone can share something off it. So um, mm. you know, we're, we're aiming that storeholders will have, you know, three or four really great menu offerings that can be adapted to either be a taste plate, a main meal or a platter. That sounds so good. I know that as we get closer to time, we'll have another chat. But remind us, when will we be able to get the uh, tickets, David? Yes, the tickets go on sale on the 1st of September. Um, you just go to the Festivali website and the links will all be on there as of the 1st of September. The lineup and everything will be announced. Tickets for the lunch will, the Festivali lunch on the Friday will also go on sale. And the event dates for next year are February 3, 4 and 5. Gotcha. And, uh, of course, anything else we need to know at this stage? 
Um, look, I suppose what we will put a shout out there is we're open. When our stallholder applications open, Mike, you know, we're open to receive applications from you know, anyone that thinks that they've got a product that would really you know, fit in with what we're looking at. We've already had some potential new stallholders contact us to say, hey, you know, we're really keen. Um, we're also conscious that you know, the last couple of years have been increasingly difficult for um, you know, stallholders that attend festivals and events. So we're really keen to work with people to make sure that it's a, a good experience for them, both financially and also from a, our publicity and a marketing perspective. Well, indeed, uh, I know we'll have um, a few chats leading up to that. I'm so looking forward to it. You must be very excited celebrating yourself with uh, the committee finding and finally after... Uh, you know, this uh, this year and the rest of it, now it can get back to some normality, even though it will be Feb next year. <laughs> yeah, look, we, uh, we're ecstatic. And look, we fully understand, you know, the government were between a rock and a hard place. We applauded oh, the decision course. by government to come out and, and make this call. Um, yeah, and we're very thankful for the, the support from a, a sponsor point of view and a funding point of view from Events Tasmania. They've been incredible to work with and you know, they've been with us every step of the way. But what this decision and announcement has done, it's just given us as event organisers the confidence to really go full steam ahead and you know, bring back the event in its entirety rather than a scaled-down mm-hmm. version. Good call, and they can go to the website, festivali.com.au and check it out. David Dunn, Chair of Festivali, good to talk to you, David. We'll have a chat. I know that we will in the near future. Great. Thank you very much. Good to talk to you. Thanks so much, David. David Dunn, Chair of Festivali. Um, just in regard to that uh, lost dog again, Mike, could you repeat that? Yes, I can. Donna from Youngtown called to say she's found a lost dog, a male, Staffy Cross, she thinks. Tan and white slash brindle. Uh, very friendly, but very scared in the Oak Tree Road area in Youngtown. No collar, but does have a harness on. Doesn't look very old. So if you're missing a dog fitting that description, please call us at Tasmania Talks, 1300-001012, and we'll put you in touch with Donna. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.